Welcome, welcome to E-Society Podcast. Hey, hey, what's up? It's the Zisu back again. E-Society Podcast. We talk TV, movies, comics, collecting, sports, and everything entertainment. And this is episode 305. Today we'll be talking about TV, including The Vince Staple Show, Deal or No Deal Island, and Survivor. Movies including Marcel the Seashell with Shoes On and History of Evil. And as always, the week in sports, the week in Funko and collecting, weekly Star Wars moment, and our weekly random movie and song recommendations. Before I go any further, it's the news. Yo, yo, what is up, everybody? We are back. Um, shout out to everyone that listened to our uh, was it chapter part two of uh, the Zisu's '90s hip hop uh, study group. Yeah, yeah, two of three. Yeah, three is coming. It'll probably be uh, either before or right after this episode comes out. I've been kind of busy. And everyone that listens to this show and the wrestling returns and all that, we recorded Elimination Chamber. It will be out either before or after you hear this. So sorry about that. I've just been <sighs> work, work, and work. So, right, but. right, right. Uh, I do not have any TV. I started something, but I didn't get to any of the the juicy parts. But I'll mention it really quick. There is a show. It's a documentary on um, Peacock. And it's uh, Selena and Yolanda. The Secrets of Something. Doesn't even say the whole thing. <laughs> um, let me see. I should have had it all pulled up because they they kind of mention what what what's happening in it, but then it it starts going into the history of Selena. So I'm like, e, okay. I mean, I want to see. Uh, I want to hear her. I assume we got to go through it. There's two episodes. I don't know if there's more. But it seems like you got to go through her whole story and how Yolanda got involved with her. For those of you that didn't know, she was a fan of... Uh-oh. Power starting to twitch. Um, She was a fan of Selena. Then she kind of hooked up uh, with Selena's dad and said, Hey, I would like to run her fan club. And then that's how she got into selena's life and then things started disappearing like uh fan club stuff people weren't getting their merchandise that they ordered then all of a sudden uh they kind of figured out i'm I'm running by what what was going on in the movie and uh behind the music that i saw um they were figuring out whether she was stealing stuff so then they kind of confronted her and she's like i didn't do any of that but uh, i'll try to figure it all out but then one thing led to another. Selena kind of confronted her at this Days Inn in Corpus Christi. And I guess Yolanda had a gun and shot Selena and killed her. 
In this documentary, the little bit that I'd seen, Yolanda Saldivar, she is saying it was all an accident. Because you can hear, uh, they play the um, they play the 911 call, and then they also play the phone call when she was talking to the uh, negotiator. So uh, she was saying it was an accident, it was an accident, no one's going to believe me, uh, people are going to want to kill me, and, and all this, and then that's when... He was kind of talking to her and kind of got her to get out of the truck that she was in. And they showed when the cops just tackled her and everything. So so this happened in 95, I think. Um, I can't remember what, what day. it was in the 90s. And then they were saying that she wasn't going to. Oh, uh, Jesus, this month, the anniversary on March 31st, 1995. A shockwave rippled through the world when Tejano music superstar Selena, can never pronounce her last name, Cantania Perez, was tragically slain in a hotel in Corpus Christi, Texas. As her fans mourned her death, her killer Yolanda Salivar was locked in a tent standoff with the police and at the scene of the crime that lasted nearly nine hours. The investigation that followed revealed that Yolanda was a close friend of Selena's, ran her fan club, and accused of stealing from the singer's business. Prosecutors said Yolanda shot Selena out of rage after the alleged embezzlement was uncovered. Nearly 30 years after Selena's death, Yolanda is speaking out, and she is not alone. For the first time, Yolanda's family discusses the relationship between Selena and Yolanda as they share never-before-seen documents and recordings that ask if there is more to this tragedy. Yolanda is up for parole in 2025, and the family hopes to show a different side of her. All right, so that's pretty much what's going on. So I haven't got to the part where they're actually talking to her yet. Other they show her, and she kind of just says, yeah, uh, the truth is about to come out, and then they start going into Selena's story. So we'll see. Um, this is my opinion, everyone. She, she should stay in prison forever. Uh, I don't know if they I take it there's no death penalty in Texas. So um because if she, if she was saying this was an accident and and the truth should come out, why did you wait almost 30 years? You should have been saying this right from the get-go. But I don't know. I mean, I I'm just going by from the the interviews I saw of her. Because I remember when after it happened, when they did the uh, behind the VH1 behind the music, every question they were asking her, she was like, I can't answer that. I can't answer that. I won't answer that. And then I'm like, that's just making you guilty. So, again, my opinion, she needs to sit there and rot in prison. So, but I do want to hear what she has to say. So, if it changes my mind, which I, I highly doubt it will, um, I actually didn't know who selena was until after she died and i was kind of like whoa okay because i remember hearing about it but i didn't know who she was so and then the movie came out which was awesome i know everyone was mad because uh jennifer lopez played selena and they're saying she's not mexican jennifer lopez was big at the time so i assume if you want to get this movie out to be a bigger release, but that was when uh, Jayla was on the come up still. So, but I love the movie. I thought it was good. 
So I don't know. Uh, I'm going to watch the rest. I'll come back next week and let you guys know uh, what I thought. Did did what she's going to say in this document and documentary is going to change my mind. I hear she got a deal for a another TV show when she gets out of prison. So I, I don't know how that's going either. So we'll see again. She can rot in prison for all I care, but I don't know. Well, we'll see, but I'm just saying that she's guilty because if I shot someone on by accident, I it would, I would be saying that for years and years and years. I wouldn't wait 30 years to say, Oh, it was an accident. I'm, I'm innocent. Because you sitting in there for almost 30 years for the, the murder of someone, uh, that just says you did it. And I'm surprised that she made it this long in prison, especially how famous and loved Selena was. I mean, I, I'm, unless they just kept her alone, her by herself. So, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'll come back next week, guys, and let you guys know uh, what I thought of it. Were you a fan of Selena's music? Uh, I liked it. I was, I wouldn't say I was like a super fan or whatever, but, uh, obviously it was like undeniable back then in the, the nineties, like the radio stations I would have on, uh, you would hear the songs. So yeah, I mean, I was familiar with her music. That was for sure. Yeah. Again, I didn't, I didn't know who she was. I didn't know any of her music until after, uh, she had passed. So, and then when the movie came out. Uh, I knew a little more. Um, so pretty much, I guess her hits, if you want to call those, um, they're more, um, not famous, the more ones that they play the most. I mean, all her crossover stuff, her English songs, uh, I knew those. Um, some of those are sad to listen to because uh, I, I, I just I just go by what, what, what was going on in the movie. Um, but I liked them. And uh, some of her, her Tano music, um, the ones that they always play, I do like those. They're, they're they're pretty catchy, and the ones they had in the movie. So um, I know a lot of people didn't like the Netflix series that they did. Um, it was to me, it seemed like it was more focused on her family and not her as much. But uh, I still enjoyed it. But I knew a lot of her like diehard fans didn't care for it, and they were all saying that. This is just a cash grab for the family. This this is the only reason this series is coming out. I don't know. I mean, I watched it. That's about as much as I could tell you guys. But uh, again, I'm going to finish this because I, I was kind of skimming through the the history of Selena because I, I've seen some documentaries on her. So I, I kind of knew uh, her career. So I, I just want to hear what Yolanda has to say. And again, I doubt it will change my mind. So, but anyway, we'll see. But if you guys want to check it out, it is streaming on Peacock. That's the only TV I had. All right. Uh, well, you bringing that up reminded me of another thing I'll quickly add. Uh, you may or may not remember when I talked about uh, the investigation discovery series Death by Fame. Because uh, I was asking you if you were familiar with some people on that. Uh, since then, they've done another season, and that's on uh, streaming on Max now. So I just watched the first episode of season two. Uh, you probably don't know this person just because she was uh, young 
uh, like a kid actress. Uh, do you remember the movie uh, Rebound with uh, Martin Lawrence? Uh, I saw it once a long time ago. Yeah, well, there was a girl in that, a young girl who he coached, uh, and it was played by the young actress uh, Tara Correa McMullen. And um, yeah, uh, I guess it's like one of those things like, uh, you know, you you don't hear about it. I'm I'm not surprised you don't because all she did was that one movie with Martin, and then she did a TV show, uh, Judging Amy, I think it was called. I remember uh, that show, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, so she was on that, and um, I guess uh, she started dating a guy who was gang affiliated. And it kind of like took her interest away from acting. And they spoke with like some of the showrunners for judging Amy and about it for this and everything. And yeah, what was sad was uh, they tried to like help her. Like they saw kind of like what was happening and she was going down kind of like that bad path. But uh they couldn't stop her. And then um, some some uh, uh, a rival gang member that was, like, gutting for her boyfriend uh, instead killed her. Hey, when did this happen? Uh, so I think around 2005, I think, was around the time of Rebound. So it was, like, like almost, like, right after that. But, yeah, she was... Uh, Young, like the description of the er uh, episode is a rising star shot down. Tara Correa McMullen is only 15 when she rises from the tough streets of L.A. to star along some of Hollywood's biggest stars. But a romance with the wrong person takes her out of the spotlight forever. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, sad. Um, but yeah, that was the first episode of season two uh, streaming on uh, Max. So you talking about uh, the Selena thing? Just remind that came to mind. I had just watched that that episode. So yeah. And what was that on? Max. Uh, okay. HBO. HBO Max. Yeah. I mean, it originally uh, aired on uh, Investigation Discovery, but yeah, they take all their shows and put them on Max. Um, and yeah, it's they've got two seasons now. Um, trying to see if anybody else stood out because most of them are like these like hollywood stories and whatnot uh, discovery plus is gone right it is okay all right just making sure <laughs> <laughs> um and now the newest rumor i don't know if you saw um i guess they're in early talks uh if it does happen we'll have to collaborate i guess because right now we each take care of one, but supposedly uh, Paramount Plus and Peacock are thinking about combining. Well, if that's the case, just cancel Paramount and yeah, and then Peacock. I'll, I'll uh, <laughs> we all have Peacock, and then yeah, I'll, I'll throw in for 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 you. <laughs> so, so we'll see. Um, 
So wait, Paramount and Universal are gonna they're gonna it, just combine uh it, they're gonna make a streaming agreement to try to strengthen I, I guess they feel like alone they're not doing as well as they should, but they feel like maybe together that could be like a thing. Well, I know they got better horror movies on Paramount because Peacock Peacock's got crap. <laughs> Uh, they right. do got the, the the newer stuff like the Exorcist and whatever some of those other ones were, but I don't know. Man, they same thing with Hulu. Man, they they, they got. I mean, I, I it's it'd be it'd be cool if they're more like indie horror stuff that's on there. So right. like if if I was an indie or Mike's if they popped up on there, I mean that'd be cool. But as far as mainstream horror, it, um. Paramount's got a lot more to offer. Right. So what so if they bring all that over too, then it'd be all good. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> but um yeah, a couple uh, quick hitters and I got one main TV show real quick. Uh my quick hitters, uh the reality competition realm that I love. Uh did you see on Peacock they've got a new show, Deal or No Deal Island? Nope. Uh, it's pretty interesting. The concept basically is uh, take the idea, the show Deal or No Deal, put it on an island and, combi- and combine survivor elements with it, which um, is very interesting because you, I think you know, based on the survivor seasons you watch, you know Boston Rob, right? I hated him. Yeah. Yeah. So they got him for this this uh. new show for Deal or No Deal Island. So he's on there. Uh, he's a known person. Uh, and then the other interesting person is uh, when the show was running like big on NBC, um, one of the case girls, she was a case girl back then, but now she's come back to this show, the Island show, and uh, she's actually playing. And it's this time it's hosted by uh Joe Mangella, how do you say his name? That guy from True Blood? Yeah. Joe Manganello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was going to be Deathstroke. He only showed up, though, in the end credits once. And I guess that's it. I saw a thing recently saying that, uh, yeah, he's not going to do Deathstroke anymore. So only played him twice. Yeah. The end of... uh... The end of Justice League, the, yeah, the theatrical one. Then at the end of uh, Zack Snyder's, right? Which I was, come on, Zack man, but he's got that Netflix deal, so yeah. So which, by know. the way, you never saw uh, Rebel Moon? No, I kept hearing too much bad stuff. It's not good. It's yeah, just see, not good. if it's you, just not good. I mean, I'm I, other than other people that I listen to, but if you say. Is not good. Then I'll, I'll believe you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's just no good. But yeah, uh, Deal or No Deal Island. It's it's pretty cool. But unlike the show Deal or No Deal, that used to the way you played that game. It used to be just every episode. You kind of want to play to like make the deal and walk away with a certain amount of money and stuff like that. And that's what it is. That's just the whole deal. Here it's a little different. Um, 
it's more like um the the people up for elimination almost like a, like i said like a survivor game at the end of the episode they play deal or no deal um to try to stay in the game basically and if they beat the banker then they stay in the game and they choose who is, who is eliminated um, otherwise if they lose the game of deal or no deal they're out so that's the whole shtick on that. And right now they're hiding who the banker is. And I think it's, I think it'd be crazy if it's not, it's gotta be like Howie Mandel because of his, his run hosting the, the show for all those years. I imagine he's like, the hidden banker. Cause they're, they also like teased, they're making it a deal. Like, who is the banker? You know, oh, it's going to be a big reveal. So it feels like who else would it be? You know, <laughs> if it's not Howie, it's got to be somebody like well known. It can't just right. be some Joe Schmo or yeah. plain Jane or something. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, I mean, it's cool for what it is. And yeah, it's, it, it airs weekly on the. Uh, peacock it might air on regular nbc too but i don't have that so and i'm fine not (laughs) i'm fine just streaming it on peacock so well i need to get cable or something before the oscars come on right because i need Uh, this is an important one so i need to watch it right right that's true um but yeah speaking of other competition reality uh survivor is back for a new season uh, so I tuned in for that premiere. Uh, I probably won't watch live going forward. I'll just watch once it's up on once it's up on Paramount Plus the uh, the episodes without the commercials. But um, yeah, I mean, all right, start to the season. Um, but the other reason I wanted to uh, bring up Survivor was uh, I don't know. Uh, how much uh, interaction you've had uh, with uh, Coach, or if uh, if uh, your son's uh, uh, not uh, in his class anymore, or anything like that? <laughs> no, he's out. Of, he graduated. <laughs> right, I know. That's what I'm saying. So. Um, I see him from time to time. We just need to work out a time because during the summer they were gone. School starts, so it's school, school. Yeah. But he's like, if I told him, I said, if we got to do it in parts, I mean, that's fine. If we, if you can get spare a half hour here, we can start. And then, and then he goes, oh yeah. So we're still in the works. He's a busy man. Right. I've been meaning to tell you, I was actually just going to, um, bring the, uh, bring it up on my TV and record it and just send it to you. But it kind of got away from me, but, um, I was listening to, um, or yeah, watching some, uh, a traders like, uh, recap show, like a, uh, the Rob has a podcast, the, their feed, uh, they do a, uh, like a traders feedback show. So yeah, this was, I think a couple weeks ago now, cause I'm scrolling back and I, I haven't found it yet, but, uh, yeah. Okay. Here it is. Um, 
two weeks ago, uh, Traders Season 2, Episode 7 feedback show with Sophie Clark. I don't know if you remember her from playing uh, Survivor, but uh, the thing I found really interesting was uh, she's she was on there. She's a former Survivor player, and she was on there to talk about Traders. And uh, herself, she would love to play, but uh, and of course, the guy that does this, this Rob has a podcast, uh, Rob Sisternino, he's a former survivor player um but when he asked uh sophie who she thought should be on traders her number one person she said was coach hello i'm here they're asking me something sorry (laughs) but i looked up the i i didn't even hear what you asked me but this sophie clark I, i don't remember her i had to look her up Okay. Well, no, I was just saying uh, that on the interview, uh, Rob Cisternino, who also played Survivor, he asked Sophie Clark, who do you think, who who's a former Survivor you think should play the Traitors? And I think the number one person she said was Coach. And I was like, oh, that was really cool. So I was thinking, whatever, at the very least... Um, if he hadn't heard that already, like you could like bring that to him and like ask him if he'd be interested in playing traitors. <laughs> Cause yeah, Sophie thinks that uh, he should. <laughs> I don't know what kind of career he had when all that was going on, when he was on it, but I don't think he would leave. Traders, to... only, traders only takes like two weeks to do. So it's not like a big a commitment. I don't know. I mean, if I see him, I can ask him. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'll try to remember to record the clip so you can have it and you can show it to him. <laughs> I'm sure he knows, <laughs> but I'll ask him. But yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. I mean, he did come back. Like what? He played like Survivor like three or four times. So he's definitely uh, done that, but. Anyways, to my uh, main TV show, the one I was most excited to talk about, uh, sent you a clip and uh, tried to hype it up. And, uh, you know, it's you've a few times said that uh, I'm not selling to you. Well, let me try to sell you on this because uh, I found a show that uh, I loved. And it's, it's interesting because it's just a limited series. It basically could have been a movie. And this is uh, the Vince Staples show on netflix uh i'm i know i was already aware of vince staples i played you um i played you's music before and you actually liked that the track i played for you north north uh that i played for you and now he's got his own little show hopefully it it grows into more because basically it's so short it could have been just a movie they could have taken the little five episodes they did, and it's the it's like the whole season's only like two hours. So it's really short, but it's really good. It's basically the equivalent of uh, West Coast, uh, LBC, Long Beach, California, uh, version of Atlanta. So it's like the West Coast, the West Side version of that. So it's like it's 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 got that vibe but then it's also really weird and uh if i had to 
recommend one episode above all, it would be the second one. And you could actually watch the second one without having watched the first one. They do slightly relate to each other, all the episodes, but uh, you could just watch the second episode. It's so good. It's so good. Um, loving the show. Like I said, it's kind of weird in that it's so short. I hope that um, it does well. And uh, it seems to be like uh, the response seems to be good. When I when it first came out, I was looking up uh, like user reviews. They all seem positive and stuff like that. And uh, at least when it first came out, it was on the uh, top 10 most, you know, the rankings, the streaming things. So uh, I hope it does well because, yeah, this show is awesome but like i said it's too short it's too short i want more it's called a limited series but i want it to be like a full series so hopefully um, they feel good enough about it enough people watch it enough people stream it that uh they have uh, ordered to do more because uh hopefully uh hopefully he comes back for more i guess uh vince staples has actually started in that one show i know it's also really popular too i know you've watched it some because you've mentioned it here on the pod but that abbott elementary i had to go back and listen to this north north song <laughs> but so good but i never ran from nothing but the police i hear that <coughs> but um it's on Netflix, the Vince Staples show. Is that what it's Vince called? Vince Staples show, yeah. I right. sent you the clip from the end of the first episode where the police are watching the North North video <laughs> <laughs> from the city where the skitty carries strong heat, North Side, Long Beach, North Side, Long Beach. All right. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Yeah. It's, How long? When did this come out? Like a week or two ago. It's oh, okay. relatively new. And yeah, oh, I just wish there was more of it because yeah, it's so good. It be, like I said, it has that Atlanta vibe. Well, you got to like, start off small, Western. man. You can't jump out the gate with a big show and nobody knows who you are, right? So. <laughs> yeah, like I said though, you you might have seen him. I guess he's been in a few episodes of Abbott Elementary, so you might have seen him over there too. Uh, the name sounds familiar. I'm I'm we're watching season two right now. I think season three is going. We we completely missed all of season two. I don't know how, but I don't know. Have you ever checked that show out? I haven't, but uh, I hear great things about it. I hear it's, it being like the best show on TV. I don't know about that, but it's hella funny. <laughs> I love that show. If you guys aren't watching Abbott Elementary and you have Hulu, uh, the first two seasons are on there, and I believe season three is going right now, so... We're uh, just about done with season two, and we're going to start uh, the new stuff of season three. Oh, speaking of that, I started uh, the final season of Young Sheldon. Um, it's a good show. I'm not, I'm not happy that it's coming to an end, but I watch Big Bang Theory so much, and all the stuff that Sheldon's been saying about his family on Big Bang for 10 years does not match up to any of the stuff yeah. any of the stuff that's going on. And the Sheldon. kid the kid is like looking older and he like doesn't look anything like the guy. No. <laughs> um the, the only one is the mom. Uh she's only Jackie in my eyes. Uh, Roseanne's sister from Roseanne. <laughs> but uh, Lorraine Metcalf, uh Sheldon's mom. 
Uh, that's Sheldon. Uh, Lorraine Metcalf, her daughter, is playing the young version of Sheldon's mom. So that's cool. But, yeah, I've been waiting for all this stuff to happen uh, on the show that he's mentioned throughout the, the years, and none of it has happened. <laughs> so, but... I still love the show. I mean, it, it, it makes me laugh. But yeah, check out. Uh, but anyway, check out uh, Abbott Elementary if you guys haven't checked that out yet. It's streaming on Hulu. Yeah. And definitely check out Vince Staples' show. It won't take up much of your time. Like I said, it's a short uh, five episodes uh, streaming on Netflix. Described as kind of famous and sort of rich rapper and actor, Vince Staples navigates the challenges of everyday life in his hometown of the beach. Um, and yeah, the one that uh, I highly recommend, episode two, Black Business. Um, when an armed robbery breaks out at a bank where Vince is applying for a small business loan, he seizes an opportunity to negotiate. Uh, yeah, hella good. Uh Love this show, and I hope it leads to more. Um, the little, like I said, uh, it's there's only a handful of reviews here, user reviews on uh, IMDb, but they're all positive. Need more ASAP, a future classic. We need more, a great start. The Vince Staple Show is the next entertainment realm of film. Awesome show, incredible show. Uh, more Atlanta. <laughs> All right. So I haven't even I don't even remember the last season of Atlanta I watched. Is that still going or is it over with? It's over. There was four right. seasons. Okay. I think you watched the first two. What was the one with that one? Two, when, the second uh, one. When he was all scary. Yeah, the second one. Yeah, that one that, that one was creepy. <laughs> I what I loved about that was when I first saw it, I didn't know that was Donald Glover playing him. That's what I like loved about that because I was like, wow, that's crazy. I didn't know till after. Yeah, that was uh, season two, uh, episode six, Teddy Perkins. Yeah, I'm gonna have to rewatch that one again. Hell yeah, I, I need to go back. I'll just start with season three. If I, I know I watched the first two seasons, I don't know why I just, just quit watching it. I don't know. So many TV shows out there, everyone. It's kind of hard to... I start one, and then I kind of lose interest and then go somewhere else. But Yeah, and we'll I see. did start Shogun, but uh, I have to restart it because it's uh, fully in uh, Japanese, so it's fully subtitled, so you can't miss anything and i felt like i was missing too much and i was like ah i missed that line i missed that line and i was like ah i just gotta restart this <laughs> you really gotta focus in <laughs> yeah um i can't watch that until everyone goes to bed because i can't try to read and deal with kids running sure. all over the house so yep 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 i get that <laughs> one of my friends he likes it so far i don't know how many episodes are up but he said it was i think it's right. just the one. Oh, so. okay so it just started. It just started. All right. Yep. Well, I'll give it a few episodes before I start. I don't want to just watch one because that's how I really forget about it. So. Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I guess that'll do it for TV. Like I said, I couldn't hype up Vince Staples' show more. So good. 
All right. Uh, one of my friends told me to watch this movie. She said she didn't really care for it because of the subject matter, and she she tuned out. Uh, she listens to the show, so she told me. She goes, I know you like it. And she said, pull out your soapbox. And I did, or I will in a second. Anyway, this is a Shudder original, and this is History of Evil. War and corruption plague America and turn it into a police state. A resistance member... Uh, I think it's allergy or allergy, whatever. Daya breaks out of political prison and reunites with her husband and daughter. The family on the run takes refuge in a safe house with an evil past. All right, that was um, that was Google. Let me see what IMDb has to say. A family on the run from a corrupt state takes refuge in a safe house with an evil past. It's pretty much the exact same thing. There was something at the beginning of this film that that I wanted to read because they don't really mention it here in the uh, synopsises that I've read. But yeah, like I said, this is a um, a Shutter original. So um, it's written and directed by Bo Mirhasani. I think that's how you say the name. And this stars uh, one of those fools from Vampire Diaries, uh, Paul Wesley, a Rhonda Johnson dance. Um, what was the little gal's name? I think her name was. Hmm, I don't see her name on here. Uh, oh, uh, Murphy Bloom. She plays uh, the daughter and the beautiful Jackie Cruz. Those of you guys remember her. Uh, Flocka from uh, Orange is the New Black uh, She was my favorite on that show She was the one I was in love with the most uh, It was the only reason I watched this movie Because I saw that she was in it But um, th- Yes it's on Shudder And they're categorizing it They better not categorize it Horror horror thriller uh, Thriller okay Horror Mm. The horrific state The horrific state that they're living in Okay, but Yeah, this It's 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 not Alright, it says right here uh, Let me put my glasses on Sorry everyone My old My old grandpa eyes In the year 2045 Following decades of corruption and civil war. The former United States fell to authoritarian rule and is transferred into a non a knee. Oh man, come on, I paused it. Transformed into a neo-fascist state known as the North American Federation. State-sanctioned local militias roam the territory, spreading terror in the name of God and country. A revolutionary group made up of ordinary citizens formed uh, in the shadows, a opposed to the barbaric policies of the North American Federation. They are known as the resistance. Was that all it said in the beginning? Because I remember reading a lot <laughs> during this. Uh, oh, yeah, that, that was all that was said. So once I read that, I went, uh-oh. <laughs> Let me see. Let me read this other one that's on um his on uh, Shutter. In the near future, war and corruption have plagued America and turned into 
a theoretic police state against the oppression. Ordinary citizens have formed a group called the Resistance. One such member, I think it's Allegre, I think that's how you say her name, Dyer breaks out of political prison and reunites with her husband, Ron, and her daughter, Daria. Uh, on the run from the militia, the family takes shelter in a remote safe house, but the journey is far from over as the house's dark past begins to eat away at Ron. And his earnest desire to keep his family safe is overtaken by something much more sinister. All right. It's more of like a dramatic thriller. Um, there's horror, horrific stuff going on, but nothing bloody and guts and none of that. So, um, but what, what's happening in this film? Yeah, this lady, she broke out of prison. Uh, the political prison, and she's trying to get to where the resistance is so she can be safe. Um, I don't know exactly what happened to our country, but it just kind of turned into this, uh, I don't know, left against right, I guess. That's the only way I, I can put it. Um, and the right pretty much took over the country. Um because they are the ones saying that this is, there are, it's those God people, the ones that just preach and try to shove the, the Bible down your throat and all that. It seems like those type of people, because every time they were meeting, they were seeing all the, 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 the bad guys, they were all saying, yeah, God's uh, the only way and this and that. So you can see kind of where it goes. People are like, I mean, you, you, you can believe in whatever you want to believe in. Um, it says freedom of religion in the Constitution and all that, but they obviously these guys obviously threw the Constitution out the window uh, and made up their own. So that's uh, what's going on in the in in the United States on what's happening. But there's uh, this this she broke out of prison. She hooked up with her family. They're all in this. I don't know what state they're in, but she's just trying to get to where the resistance is. I guess in free america or whatever but there's all these militias going around uh hunting her because there's wanted posters of her everywhere that at one scene they come to the house and they said yeah because they have drones flying all over the place uh and the drones caught uh movement in this area so they're kind of like all right well you need to let us come in your house and search around because we're searching for this person um and how they keep track of everybody is through um I assume your fingerprints because they're like, here, can you put your fingerprint on this so we can know who you are? So uh, her husband kind of just stink, puts it on and they go, all right, you're, you're so-and-so. So they know that he's, he's not lying. So they're, they're just kind of looking around, but they, the safe house that they're in, they're slowly starting to figure out uh, whose house it is. It was just kind of some house that they kind of just came across and everything. But there's a there's a deep secret uh, that's going on in this house. I kind of was kind of thinking it was going to be some kind of uh, paranormal spirit or something going on, but it, it wasn't. That's why I'm kind of like this. This isn't this isn't a traditional type of horror. So I mean, it's what's going on in the country is pretty horrific, but. I was just kind of like, oh, okay. I won't say what what uh, what's happening in the house because they're slowly trying. They're slowly finding things in the house that's going to let you know where this this story is going to go. 
Um, I enjoyed this film. It's not very long. It's only an hour and 38 minutes. So if you have Shudder or if you have AMC Plus, uh, it is streaming on there. It is a slow burn. So don't expect uh, action and excitement. Um, you just got to take it for the story. And I, I liked what was going on here. I liked what the um, the uh, director was trying to uh, show and tell you. So, but I mean, you read the comments or other reviews on this. A lot of people are like, "Don't waste your time. It's it's boring. It's this. It's that. It's da 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 da. Um, it's libtard nonsense. It's it's that type of shit that people are saying." And I'm like, uh, I, I get what they're saying. I mean, I know because I watch a lot of these people that are out there hooting and hollering, saying this and that. Because that's the kind of state some people want. That's how a lot of people in this country want our country to be. The way they want it. And this is going to be our laws. So there's some idiots out there that want to change the Constitution. Get rid of the Constitution. Uh, put Bible everywhere. Religion needs to be the biggest things in schools and uh, they're burning books. I mean, they're burning books in Florida and, and some of these other back-ass country states. Um, even in this town, man, they probably want it to go that way. And so, I mean, there's a lot of movies like this coming out lately just because of the, the times that we live in. But um, we don't want it to get that way, but there's tons of people that do want it to be their way or no way and there's all these people saying that uh we need to just we need to go to civil war we need to have another revolution and all this and i'm like oh my god i've said this before it doesn't matter how much guns you want you don't own jets you don't own helicopters you don't own warships tanks you don't own any of that type of stuff if it came to that, military would come in and just roll over you or the people that want this. I'm like, you guys are that stupid, you think, that it, it would it would even get that far before? I mean, you could probably try to take over a little town, but that's only going to be a matter of time before they cut the internet, cut the power off and everything, and then fly in the helicopters to start blowing things up. I've seen enough movies. Uh, I liked what one guy said when the pandemic hit. They said all the people that love these crazy movies and horror movies, we were prepared for all of that <laughs> because of all the crazy movies that they make. So, but I don't know, man. This world is crazy, period. Um, I, I can't get behind a lot of these idiots that are out there. And the, and the internet just shows you Who's nuts? If you go to these these rallies that they're having, and I'm just like, oh my god, I, I don't I don't get how people can be so stupid. It's it's just like you really think your way is gonna happen because I, I doubt it. But who knows? Let's say it does go their way. It's not they may they may love it. But I guarantee you, the people that they want in power don't give two shits about them. And I don't know why these idiots think so, but 
I don't know, everyone. It's 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 nuts because of what was going on. I wish they would have went into a little more uh, background on what actually happened for the United States to get this way. They kind of mention it, but they don't really go into detail. It's more of just here's what here's what happened with the with the stuff that I read, and we're gonna give you a, a story of this young woman and her family. So that's pretty much it i don't know if there's gonna be more to this story i would like there to be more because like i said i want to know more on what what happened who took over and why is the united states this way so but i don't know i don't know if they're ever gonna make another one i mean make comic books I, i would i would read those to see uh what happened but i liked what was going on uh but i do get some people saying it was boring nothing was happening yeah, I mean, it was it was slow. I wasn't bored, but I was just I was kind I just dug what was happening in, in the movie. Uh, there's more stuff going on, but I don't want to get into it because I don't want to spoil uh, what's happening uh, in this film. So, but there was some people. I sat through an hour and thirty eight minutes of boring nothing. This is stupid. I'm like, okay. I mean, to each his own. I mean, you, how, how many movies have I bashed because I hated them? Um, speaking of that, uh, <laughs> there's a Venom three coming. Yeah, they're filming now. <laughs> the rumor I was, I, was that I was, um, what's his name that played Venom in uh, Spider-Man three is going to be in it. Randall Foreman. No, the '70s show guy. Randall Foreman. Is that his name? I know it's Topher Grace, but uh, I think it was Randall. Unless I'm thinking of someone else. Oh, oh, that 70s show. Um, He was the bad guy. And uh, Eric Foreman. I'm sorry. I don't know where I got Randall Foreman from. (laughs) Uh, Eric Foreman. Yeah, he's going to be in it. Let me click on. The rumor is, yeah, it's like uh, another, like, uh, effects of Venom, like, uh, the way he, like, traveled through the multiverse for a second there, when he he went to the uh, main MCU universe. Uh, I don't know, it's just, it's, he's got something called Flight Risk that's in post-production. Um, what's his name's coming back? Tom Hardy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Filming now. There's no anything for it. Let me click on Tom Hardy's. Maybe it'll say. And his up, up and coming. Who was he in this? I need to watch Inception again. Who was he in that? He was um. Like the weapons guy, the tech guy, the dream a little bigger, darling guy. Mad Max, the wasteland. Oh. What's that? Something stupid. Well, who knows? Maybe it'll be better than the other one. When's this um, prequel coming out? Uh, I Furiosa. can't believe you don't like Fury Road. It's so good. It's trash. It's. Hashtag so not my Mad Max. Good. Oh. Fury Road is so good. It is no good. George Miller, I don't know what you're doing. 
But uh, Mad Max Wasteland, hmm. Please make it about Mad Max, Max Rockatansky, please, because that Fury Road didn't have nothing to do with him. I was like, uh What are you talking about? It was mainly after Fury it Road. Was, it was mainly about Furiosa. That's why she's getting this movie. I'm gonna see it because what's her name is Furiosa, but uh, we're gonna have to um that, that all right, put that down uh, in the notes. We need to do a commentary uh Fury when Road. I when I come over. Well you have Fury Road, don't you? Yeah. Do I? I, I think I do. I don't know. I just bought all the steel books for the, the original trilogy. Um, Venom 3. Let me click on this. Uh, just has. Ooh, can never pronounce that guy's name. Juno Temple, Clark Baco. Uh, I can never pronounce this guy's name. I'm not even going to try. He was in um, 2012. He was in 12 Years a Slave. And what else was he in? Oh, he was in Doctor Strange in the Multi-Universe of Madness. He was um, the black guy. Um, what the hell was his character? Uh, Baron Mordo. He was that guy. I, I can't, I'm not even going to try with his real name because I'll, I'll just totally butcher it. But he's in... Venom. I don't know. It doesn't say who the act. There's only uh, other than Tom Hardy. There's only three actors uh, here on the IMDb thing. So I don't know who else is in it. Who is the director? A woman, Kelly Marcel. Did she direct the last? Okay, she wrote. She wrote the first two. Directed the first one. Oh, Ruben Fleshner or whatever. What about the second one? Um, Andy uh, Andy Circus did the second one. All right. Well, what has she directed? She's only directed two things. Um, I don't I don't see. She's done. See, I hate the way IMDb did this. Oh, she's only she's. I guess her things aren't even out yet. Something called Ferryman, that's in pre-production, and Venom Three is in production right now. So, all right, she's a writer. She's written some things, produced some stuff. But oh, she wrote Fifty Shades of Grey, the movie, not the uh, the book. Did you ever see those movies? I only saw the first one. I I, I could barely get through that. Um, I read the juicy parts of the book, and none of that was in the movie, so I tuned out. I said, "Well, if you're not gonna show me what you wrote in the book, I don't want. I won't watch any more of these movies." But <sighs> Venom Three, Mad Max. Ugh. <laughs> Come on, Mel. Man, what happened to the Mad Max you were going to direct? Give me that one and star in it while you're at it. Fury Road. That was 2015? Shit. Nine years ago? Crazy. Damn. Man, that it was, it's so good. And it was so uh-huh. good in the theater, too. 
What a great theater experience. Uh, there was only four of us in there when I saw it. And me and one other guy went, uh, as we were leaving the theater. I was like, I don't know what the hell was happening in this movie. And he even said, because that was no Mad Max movie. I said, well, I can agree with you that. And some people were saying that, well, it's got to do to tie into the original. I said, no, it doesn't. It doesn't tie into any of this. Is It's basically a reboot if you guys haven't seen any of the Mad Max films. So I thought it was a continuation or a story in between one of the other ones. Or maybe a story right after uh, Thunderdome, but... Nope, the very first few seconds of the film can tell you that, that it's not. So, but I was excited for it, and I was all right. I mean, I mean, what uh, Tom Hardy, nothing against him. I thought he did a good job when he was on the screen. I liked all the car action. It was, I didn't like all the CGI nonsense. But it was mainly about Furiosa. Uh, what's her name? Charlie's Academy Award winner, Charlie Theron. It was more about her. And I take it this is is going to show the early stages of her life because it's um what's her name what's that chick's name she was in the New Mutants and the witch um Furiosa a Mad Max saga <sighs> and on on it Anya or Anya Taylor Joy oh Thor's in this. Hmm. Yeah, you didn't see his big old fake nose in the preview? I didn't see anything. I'm just going to go watch it and be mad. George Miller, you're killing me over here, man. Come on. He's directing this again. All right. Well, the trailer's going while I, I clicked on it on uh, IMDb. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth's um, got a big fake nose in it. And ladies and gentlemen. How many years is this before Fury Road? Gotta be a while, right? And Martin Joe's in it. I know that, so <laughs> 40, 45 years after the collapse, a young Furiosa is taken from her family. She will devote the rest of her life to find her way home. This is her Odyssey. I'll tell you right now, I'll probably enjoy this one more because it's got nothing to do with Mad Max. So, well, he does have a big crazy nose. <laughs> oh man. I I'm I don't have the volume on everyone. I'm just He says, "Lady uh, and gentlemen." <laughs> uh, looks like there's um Oh, that guy's in it again? Um Morton Joe. No. Uh What was that guy's name? He was um Toe cutter in the original um, Mad Max in the first one, and then he came back. He was what was his name? The bad guy in Fury Road. Morton Joe. That is that his name? The one with the mask on. The yeah. Okay, I see. I don't remember. I just remember. I just remember leaving the theater mad. I think I bought it. I'm pretty sure I did. Um. All right, so for me, this being the first time watching this thing, as long as the car chases and everything are practical, 
I'll enjoy it. But from what I'm seeing, it don't look like it. Um, but <laughs> oh. Fury Road streaming on uh, Max, Max, isn't it? Yeah. Too. So he just like he just looks like Thor with a big nose. <laughs> so uh, I love Chris Hemsworth. I love uh, Anya Taylor Joy. So George Miller, come on, man, make me enjoy this one. Because obviously, I can't believe you didn't like Fury Road. Yeah, because it was garbage. Fury Road is incredible. Not even everyone. That movie was trash. That's what. That's also one of your hottest takes. Because for the most part, I see that uh, it's universally loved. Not (laughs) even that movie's garbage. (sighs) One of the best action movies from the past decade. Barbarism and rule of law, create a, a critique of power dynamics, raging furies. Late to the party, but finally watch this. The best in the world. Watch mostly for the action. <laughs> you want to watch George a good Miller's Mad Max Baby. movie? Watch Easily nin- one of the best action movies ever made. Not even. Watch 1981's The Road Warrior, a.k.a. Mad Max 2. of action genre. That was Relentlessly demented. Tank. George Miller genre masterpiece that he came out with. One of the best action films ever. Thunderdome was better than Fury Road. (laughs) This is how I rate the original three. Road Warrior, Mad Max, and then um, Thunderdome. And then Trash, Fury Road at the bottom. Crazy. (sighs) Craziness. Mad Max Fury Road's got nothing to do with the original three. So if you want to watch those, want to watch three good Mad Max movies, watch those three. Fury Road is basically a reboot. People tried arguing with me, no, no, it's a continue. No, it isn't. Because the car that he had, um, the interceptor that he had, the V8 interceptor he had in Road Warrior got destroyed in Road Warrior. And then at the beginning of Fury Road, he had it. I was like, as soon as they showed that, I was like, oh. Well, and it doesn't it get wrecked in the beginning? It was destroyed. It was blown up in Road Warrior. No, Warrior. I mean, yeah. No, in Fury Road. Doesn't it get wrecked in the beginning? Yes, but it, that's the, the, the car he had in Road Warrior was the last one. They said it in the movie. And he's that one guy, well, the last day of the V8 Interceptors. And he goes, a piece of history. It's a shame you were going to blow it up because he had that bomb in it. Right. If they were trying to steal his gas, it was they trigger it triggered. If you open the gas tank, it lit the fuse, and they destroyed the last interceptor car that they had. And then at the beginning of Fury Road, they had one before it was destroyed. I went, oh no, it's a reboot of the Mad Max series. And this Furiosa, Furiosa is a prequel to Charlize Theron's character. I have a feeling I'm going to like this one more than I like Mad Max because he's not in it. So I don't know if they shoehorn him in it. Uh, Charlize Theron better be in the beginning talking to him, telling her story. That's the only way I'll accept uh, Tom Hardy in it. But I don't I don't know what they're doing. I, I don't think he's gonna be in it. 
I'm saving them for, for the next one. I'll probably enjoy the next Mad Max movie more than Fury Road. Because I went in there ready to love that movie. And then I saw what was going on, and I was like, ah. I'm shocked. Shocked. Don't shocked. title a movie Mad Max and have him not be in it. Or about him. I was like, oh. Good way to make to shoehorn her character in to give her her own movie. So, I mean, I hope Charlize is in it. I would like to to begin with her telling her story to somebody and then everything going on because at the um, what was it? At the end of uh, Thunder not Thunder Road. Um Thunderdome. Uh I can't remember that chick's name. She was telling the story of Mad Max or Max is what she was calling him. So they were just uh, continuing the story. Of who he was. Even at the beginning of Road Warrior. The the little Fernal kid. He was the one telling the story. About Max. Mm -hmm. Because at the very beginning of the film. He's like. My life fades. All that remains with me are memories. And I remember the Road Warrior. Then he goes into his story. Then the movie starts and everything. So I liked how they did all that. So but. uh, Again I'll probably like Furiosa. Uh, this movie, and I'll probably like the next Mad Max movie because I already know this is just it, they rebooted it. It's a continuation of everything. Um, again, the reason I didn't like the Fury Road is because it wasn't about Max Rakitansky. It was about Charlie's character, Charlie Theron's character. That was the only reason I, I didn't. I didn't like all the CGI mess. It was I liked. The practical action when it was practical, but I guess, I mean, times are different. I mean, back in 81, probably started filming in early 80s or in 80, um, you could do a lot more. I mean, there was no CGI uh, yet, and it was all practical effects. It was all real people, real cars. Uh, Shout out to all the stuntmen that, that were in that. So, but... I mean, I mean, shout out to any stuntman, even even in all the these new films. Uh, I could, guy. I couldn't do it. Uh, hashtag not my fall guy. <laughs> you- Lee Ma- <laughs> Lee Majors, Colonel Steve Austin is the fall guy. I don't even know who this this fool is. Uh, I'll see it. You don't I'm know still- who uh, Ryan Gosling is? Oh, that's who it is. I'm thinking of someone else. I'll still see it, but. Is 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 what's his name in it? Um, Lee Majors. Uh, let me see, because it comes out this year. Comes out soon. Is Heather is Heather Thomas in it? Okay, Lee Majors is in it. There you go. Uh, is Heather Thomas in it? Emily Blunt. Uh, I love her, so I'm with it. Colt Seavers is a stuntman who left the business a year earlier to focus on both his physical and mental health. He's drafted back into service when the star of a mega budget studio movie being directed by his ex goes missing. I don't see Heather Thomas's name in it, but who knows? Maybe she will. Oh, director of Bullet Train. I like Bullet Train. Maybe she'll pop up in it. Um... What about Howie? Is he in it? Um, doesn't 
look like it. But who knows? Maybe they'll uh, be uh, surprise cameos. The OG Fall Guy isn't streaming anywhere. No. Is Ryan Gosling going to sing the theme song? Because Lee Majors did on the TV show. I loved that theme song. I did too. (laughs) It wasn't (laughs) the greatest show, but. uh, Oh, I loved it when I was coming up. I I only watched it because it was uh, Colonel Steve Austin, the $6 million man. That's weird. And I was I was watching this show and they were talking about the six million dollar man. They said, you know, today in today's times in twenty twenty four, if they did that to somebody, other than you couldn't do that to someone, but if they were to put that kind of money, six million dollars ain't shit. <laughs> It'd probably be like six hundred million. Yeah. Right. <laughs> to to make that. So if you're gonna remake something, remake that. They they did the the Bionic Woman. I liked it. The show was okay, but they just never, it didn't hit. Because I remember seeing, uh, I was at the panel at Comic-Con, and then um, when the show came out, I was all for it, and it just didn't, it just didn't go anywhere. So, I don't know. But uh, Lee Majors, man, that's Colonel Steve Austin's, that's Colt Seaver's, so we will see this when it comes out. Um, PG-13, man, just be rated R. <laughs> uh, who is this director? Hmm. Did It's said he did Bullet Train. I know, but I want to see what else he's... Oh, he did... Oh, he directed the... Well, I guess he's uncredited for uh, John Wick. And he did Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, and Atomic Blonde. That was a good movie. I liked it. Deadpool 2? I don't even remember Deadpool 2. All I remember is the prison wallet scene. So <laughs> I have to you don't remember Cable? Uh, was that Thanos? Yeah. Uh, Corey Webster? Yeah. I have to rewatch that one. You and I saw Hobbs and Shaw, right? We did. You oh, still did. haven't watched 10, have you? No. <laughs> did we watch? Did Crazy. I see... Um, uh... What was that one with Vin Diesel? Um, Triple X. Did we go see that? The last one? Yeah. Okay. All right. I knew I saw it with somebody. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like those good movies. For what it was, yeah. I mean, I didn't care for Ice Cube's one, and I didn't really care for the first Triple X, but that third one was good. And Hobbs and Shaw, yeah. they need to make another one. I liked it. I mean, but I don't know. I assume The Rock is still. Him and Vin Diesel don't get along. No, he's over it. Oh, are they? They're fine. All right. So I he's still want back to... for eleven. All right. I still wanted uh, what's his name's pop. I didn't see it anywhere. Um, from Bullet Train, Bad Bunny. Oh yeah, yeah. I got that one. Great one. I never um, see it. I'm... But yeah, um, I think I've said this before. Uh, Ten may not be the best Fast and Furious movie. It's probably on the lower end, but uh, Jason Momoa might be the best villain the series has ever had. Because like I said, when I reviewed it here, he's basically, it's like Jason Momoa is playing like the Joker. I watched the beginning because I wanted to see how they they tied him into it. So, because it was, the beginning was the... the um, the end when of they, when, uh, when they, Was that when they were chasing, when they were dragging that safe? 
Yeah, which is the end of five. Okay, all right. Which is right. like I love five. Five is my favorite of the bunch. So. No, I like the first one the most. I started rewatching those. I got them as far. Tokyo Drift. I just started that one because I watched okay. the I watched the first one and I watched the second one. You got uh, a ways to go. The second one's goofy. <laughs> Ejecto Cito. Uh, I mean, it's the, funny. The, the, the it's entertaining. You know, I watched the the one guy that I follow that does uh, police chases. That's one of his sayings. That's from Fast and Furious too. When people get out of the car and run, he says Ejecto Cito. It's it's entertaining, um, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's like one of the bottom ones that I liked. Uh, from, <laughs> Tokyo Drift is awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm good. glad that they tied that in. But the thing that made me mad about his character, the uh, little white kid, I can't remember his name. He was all rough and tough in Tokyo Drift. And then and they, they made him to, silly. Yeah, they made back. him all. Yeah, I was like, what happened? Did he like bump his head <laughs> when he was in Japan? Or I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. happy that he I'm was in it. I was happy to see four. him on the screen. I'm not crazy about four, but I five is without a doubt the best. I like five and then seven and then six are my uh, top top in the series. I don't even remember. That's like the the meat of the series is, yeah. Like five was a complete reinvention. It's when it turned into like action covert spies. <laughs> okay, the, the Fast and the Furious 2001, Too Fast, Too Furious 2003. Uh, then they did that in between movie, the Turbo Charge. No, I guess the Turbo Charge was in between, um, uh, the the first and the second one because I remember they made that. It was just a quick little, however long it was. Then the Fast and the Furious presents or whatever Tokyo Drift. Then Fast and Furious, and then I guess they did a small another little film in, in between. Then they did Fast Five. Which one was your first? Your favorite? The fourth Five. one. Oh, no, Fast Five. five. Yes. Then Fury, Fast and Furious Six, Furious Seven, and then Seven because it's so emotional. Like the ending is like incredible. Like I skipped. I, I didn't. I didn't get to feel it because I had to go to the bathroom really bad. Yeah, the theater <laughs> I was in, guys everywhere, tears everywhere. <laughs> Renee was crying. I as soon as I was like, okay, and I jumped was, up and ran. Yeah, that was heavy. I jumped up and ran to the bathroom. I, I couldn't, so I, I didn't get to. You the, didn't the full feel emotion. the emotion. No, I had to pee, man. I, I drank that <laughs> soda too <laughs> too fast. Um, Furious Nine, eh, it was what it was. And yeah, like I fast. said, Ten, not great, but Jason Momoa, great villain. Is he great well? Don't spoil it for me. I'm, I'll, I'll have to watch it, everyone. I just didn't. After Fast Nine, I was I was losing it. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. okay, because everyone kept saying, "Oh, it's going back to what they were doing in the first one," and not even close. Not they're really. still <laughs> they're still international spies yeah. or whatever right. they are. But okay, um, not to say I didn't enjoy the films. I mean, I love this series. I own all of them except for the the last one. I haven't. I'll have to. I'm a completist, so I'll I'll have to get oh, it. But eleven is a completion of the story and then supposedly they keep saying whatever comes next whether they call it 12 or they just flat out start again and just it's fast and the furious whatever 
you know, reboot or something. Um, they say supposedly after the next one, they are going back to the roots of like street level. Just end it. Just end it. I mean, that's 11 movies. They're ending it with 11 as far as the people we know now. They're talking about, like, they, the next one, though, could reboot it. No, just end it. It's over with. You guys ran it into the ground. Didn't they make a TV? Was it an animated series? It was an animated. It's it's very much for young kids. Are they stealing and not in it? Uh, no, not so much. It's well, for like young kids. Well, if they can make a Rambo and a RoboCop cartoon for kids, why not a Fast and Furious one? <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know how we got into all this, but uh, and how we rolled into Mad Max and Venom and yeah, everything, yeah. everything else. Well, I but can, yeah, uh, we're still in the movies. Yeah, History of Evil. Yeah, I- uh, it's on Shutter, or if you have AMC Plus, it's on there. And check it out if you want. I enjoyed it. Will it make my uh, list? Yeah, probably not. Not even honorable mentions. But I did enjoy the film. What did you have? I just got one. Uh, this is uh, on streaming on Netflix. It's not a Netflix, it's not a Netflix uh, made one. It's actually was uh, Oscar nominated last year for. Uh, uh it's stop motion animation so i think it was an animation but it's stop motion animation and this is uh marcel the shell with shoes on it's described as marcel a googly-eyed one-inch tall mollusk and his only relative a wise grandmother connie live a peaceful solitary life in a vacant house you now used as an airbnb However, when a young filmmaker, Dean, stumbles on the minuscule pair, his fascination with documenting opens up a world of endless possibilities and friendship. As a result, this unexpected event prompts tiny Marcel to reevaluate his life. And as Marcel becomes famous, he realizes what matters in life. Will Marcel, the shell with shoes on, ever reunite with his missing family? Uh, and the voice of Marcel is played by Jenny Slate, one of your favorites from uh, Mona Lisa? Parks and Rec. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I'm watching the trailer while you're talking about this. I'm going to have to check this out. I like how they're, they're doing it. Uh, Isabel Rossellini plays the grandma shell, Connie. And then, yeah, the actual director, uh, Dean Fleischer Camp, he plays Dean in the movie uh so you hear him a lot like asking uh marcel questions and the way jenny slate does the voice um it's kind of mumbly but it's like kind of cute and it's like um you 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 miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take you know who said that wayne wayne Way jet, way jet ski, way, way, way jet ski, Wayne, Wade, way jet ski. <laughs> the great so one. he like messes around, like not ever getting to uh, Wayne Gretzky. Like obviously that's what she means to say, but she's like, it's like playing around like that. Like that's kind of how she plays the character. <laughs> 
Well, I want to watch this. I'm, I'm just the way you talk about the trailers on on IMDb, so I want to see more of yeah, this. Yeah, it's only an hour and thirty eight minutes. It's PG. Um, interestingly, on when I watched it on on uh, Netflix, it was in the top ten of kids streaming things, and I wouldn't really recommend this for kids. It's not that they wouldn't like it per se, but like. It's not get it. really like a kid's thing. Yeah, like a lot of it would like go over your head. Like it's it's kind of like emotionally complex. And it's like they might like the way the shell looks, but yeah, it's not like really a, a, like a kid's animation thing. This came out in 2000 or 2021. Yeah. So and then so it was in last or no, I guess two years ago. Right. Or no. No, yeah, yeah. So if it was 21, then it was in the 22. No, it was released uh, 2022. Okay, so then it was in the 23 Oscars. So it was yeah. in last year's Oscars. Yeah. So, yeah, it was nominated um, 39 wins and 70 nominations. Oscar nominee for Best Animated Feature Film. So... But yeah, it was cool. Um, interestingly, I noted um, most of the time they're at the house, but the one time they did drive out, um, they went to this spot in L.A. that uh, Jade directed us to when we were visiting L.A. one time. She wanted to go to this trendy spot uh, on this hill uh, where it's like a trendy spot to like take photos uh and they used to have like a a swing up there but when at least me and jade went it wasn't there so it was cool to see that (laughs) everywhere in hollywood is trendy (laughs) yeah it was it it was surprising the places that jade picked like she picked that place and then she picked um like uh melrose and like beverly hills like the the stores there <laughs> i was like oh my goodness <laughs> we don't make that kind of money uh boys no. and girls <laughs> yeah. if we did even so, if we did for whatever reason yeah. i still wouldn't shop at those places that's just one not of me. the places one of the places she wanted to go in was closed because some celebrity was in there shopping and so the store was closed because some Hollywood person was in there. Uh, I was like, whoa. I, I just I, I just can't justify dropping money on craziness when I can go to Walmart and, and get <laughs> something. But that's me, everyone. I mean, the struggle is real. I mean, I, right. like, I mean, if let's just say I won Powerball or whatever. Tomorrow. That's what I'm trying. I'm trying to win if it I, for us. If I won that tomorrow, I would. I I just couldn't. Would I yeah, buy well, something stupid and crazy? Yeah, probably like Spider Man number one. But I would. <laughs> I wouldn't buy uh, fancy cars. Uh, well, if money wasn't a thing, then money wouldn't be a thing. And if you won Powerball, you're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars. But I wouldn't so. waste it on crap. Everybody mm-hmm. that. Is I consider my family, you and Joel and Sherry, Breeze, Jade, obviously, 
everybody's set. Everybody buy you a car flat out. That'd be one of the first things I'd buy. Well, I'd buy, yeah. I'll buy you a car before I buy myself another car. <laughs> well, I know, I know I'm, you, making, you need it. <laughs> we're making, uh, East society incorporated. That's the business. And we're putting everybody on the payroll. So yeah, whatever, I'm, whatever they, whatever they need. <laughs> whoever's down with me when I'm poor right. is the, is the ones I'll help out. Exactly. Uh, I don't want people coming out of the wood, mainly my family coming out of the woodwork. Uh, just because I, they know I have, I, I just won a billion dollars. I mean, because uh, yeah. you know dang well, <laughs> all of that it will come. So, I mean, I've I've seen plenty of documentaries on people that have won, and all this family that never had nothing to do with them came out of the woodwork and wanted <laughs> and wanted some money. So right, but, right. No, I, I get mean, you. But other than you, I'm trying yeah, for us. I put it other I put than in you. And uh, I mean, my parents and I don't even know if I'd help my brothers. I mean, that's how uh, it goes. Uh, I would make sure my nieces have, have something to sit on. Uh, mainly look, I'll, I'll pay for your college. If you, if you guys choose to go, um, my niece, uh, Alyssa, she's, she's in high school now. Uh, my youngest niece, um, uh, Izzy, she, She's a baby still, so <laughs> I don't know. But I'm just saying, if I fell into all that kind of money, I know my kids and my grandsons they will won't have to worry about it. But right, exactly. Yeah, but if we're gonna be, if I'm gonna spend stupid money, we're gonna be, we're gonna have all access to Comic Con. Uh, we're gonna have a suite yep. at the yep. Hard Rock. <laughs> yep. All that. We're gonna exactly. have that kind of that kind of craziness is is what we're gonna have. Right. But um, exactly. yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna go buy. Uh, ten billion dollar shoes. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. Speaking of shoes, did you watch that video I sent you of Fat Joe? I did, and it's like <laughs> part of me gets it, but also another part of me gets like, I get you're a collector, but like, yeah, for me it's the same thing. Like it's like I. It reminds me. Did you see that episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia when they found in storage the Nazi costume and they went to the museum <laughs> and they're like, "This is gonna make your day." And the museum person's like, "Why would you think this would make my day?" <laughs> it's like uh, I get being a collector and a rare collector. I heard everything he said, but it's like I, I still like. Okay, okay. Well, he did say, he goes, I didn't pay for it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, he that's didn't good. pay for him. So, and obviously, he's like a multimillionaire. So oh, he yeah. could. He could pay for it, but he kept strong. He goes, I did not pay for these. He goes, they were that's given good. to me. Yeah. Uh, he's a collector. Um, I, I don't I don't know if they'd be worth anything. I mean, I don't you know. know. It's crazy. I mean, we, is, we could be wrong. They could be worth billions of dollars he um, used to be so revered too in hip-hop he actually did used to get so much love like in songs like sadly like in uh some great woo songs they dropped oh his yeah name. man everybody everybody was on his nuts back then yeah i, I didn't it, know much Nelly. about him i i don't i honestly didn't know I knew who he was. Uh, I knew those name was on buildings everywhere and hotels. Home and Alone that. too. That and uh, <laughs> what, what was the show called? The, the Apprentice. That. 
So I knew who he was, but I just didn't. He. I think he uh, ruined his reputation by doing this political thing because I think more people would have he would have appreciated him in history. Now, I don't think so. I think this put a real stain on his legacy. Honestly, I don't know, man. I mean, do what you want, everyone. You want to run for president? Go for it, but be a good yeah. president. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how people. No one can answer me. Saying why they're saying he's the greatest president ever. When I'm well, like, well, it, it's not, definitely not. I'm like, like, can you explain to me why you think that? You got to go back like to the like pre 1900 to find like a, a, a president that's probably more okay with uh, hate and uh like nazism you know which just that alone is enough that's enough (laughs) to like not be down yeah i I don't i don't know everyone but it's just i've said it before they're all crooks but i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens Yeah, one's a nazi so (laughs) (laughs) we'll see what happens uh boys and girls out there but hey go out there and vote if you vote you vote if you don't then you don't it's it's your prerogative so but yeah, exactly. um, I vote, of course. I mainly vote for uh, all our local stuff here in town because I, I see. Oh yeah, that. that's what uh, that's what's important. That's, that counts. It's it's interesting. Um, the class I took in uh, community college for uh, like government, like they were saying, like it's 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 crazy that most people care most about voting for president when that's the thing that actually affects them the the least if you want to vote you should vote locally that's the stuff that's going to affect you the that's most. the stuff that affects you in your area in the little yeah. hick town that i live in i vote i, I read everything that's going on and I, I vote for the things that will help our town i, I love voting for that type of stuff as far as these people that run the that run the town and this and that, vote for me or vote for whatever. I don't know who these people are. Do you get messages all the time? Uh, like come that's to me, like come, a, a big thing now. All of a sudden, I'm like left and right. Come to me and explain to me why I should vote for you. Just because I see your name on somebody's car or uh, a sign in somebody's yard, I, I don't know who you are. I shouldn't I shouldn't have to go look to find out who you are. This is my opinion. You guys may think differently, but if you're running for office or or mayor or whatever you're running for in, in your, your city, your town or whatever, come campaign to me and tell me why I should vote for you. Because that type of stuff, I, I don't know. I mean, seriously, I don't know who any of these people are or what they're going to they're going to do for our town. So, but if man, power keeps flickering, we better hurry. Uh, Yeah, yeah, we better hurry. And you know what's funny? You just said that same thing here, and like we are on the opposite sides of the state. And as soon as you just said that, like the wind picked up here, and it. I'm I'm basically on the edge of California and Nevada, and you are on the edge of California and the and the Pacific Ocean, (laughs) right? But uh, yeah, this will, we'll get away from the political society. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we, should, we should start. Uh, we should start rolling. Rolling. Uh, sports. The only thing I got: elimination chamber. If you want to hear my thoughts on that whole thing, 
uh, go over to the horrorreturns.com and listen to the latest episode of the wrestling returns. Brian and I ran through the whole, uh, elimination chamber match that took uh, place in, uh, Perth, Austra- Australia. Um, but out of the two elimination chamber matches, I thought the females, um, they, that was much harder. I, I loved everything that was going on in that one. Uh, the women's elimination chamber match was Becky Lynch taking on Bianca Belair, uh, Liv Morgan, Tiffany Stratton, uh, Naomi, and Raquel Rodriguez. Uh, it was an awesome match. Uh, CBS Sports graded it a B plus. Um, Becky Lynch won. Becky Lynch won, so she's going to WrestleMania. But the all star of the match was Tiffany Stratton because I really didn't care for her that much. But damn, she put in work in this match and she kicked ass so shout out to her but my girl uh raquel rodriguez uh i love you i hope you feel better she had some skin issues that she's dealing with but she didn't stop her she was out there performing so but yeah go over to the horrorreturns.com and check out the latest episode of the wrestling returns where brian and i ran through every single match and all the other chaos that went on there so but yeah it's sports that's all i have yeah, real quick for me, uh, NBA, obviously, my beloved Warriors, still down in the ninth seed, but uh, doing real well. We just won again tonight, uh, third win in a row, eight and two in our last 10, and eight wins in a row on the road, which is great because that's one thing they struggled with last year. Last year, we couldn't win a road game. It was like the story of the year, so... Uh, doing great on the road. As of right now, like I said, still the nine seed if the season ended today, we'd be in the play-in, playing against uh, the Lakers of all team, who are the 10 seed. And uh, then we'd play the winner of Sacramento, or the loser, rather, of Sacramento-Dallas. That's the other play-in game. But uh, we still got all of March to go, and we are only three games out of the sixth seed where the Pelicans are right now. So all it takes is one good week for us, one bad week for one of these other teams, and we're moving up. So uh, we do got a couple of tough games on deck, Celtics at Celtics on Sunday, and then I think either on Monday or Tuesday we have at uh, Milwaukee Bucks. So two of the top teams in the East. So um, if we could at least get one of those, that'd be nice. Obviously, I'd love to get both, but uh, even just getting one of those would be real nice, hopefully, because uh, we are running out of time. Every win matters, and we lost too many early in the season that we should have won. So, But uh, everything seems to be coming together now. So really excited here for the last month of the season. So. And, uh, yeah, it's almost time for college March Madness, too. It's crazy. March is here. Dang. Crazy. <laughs> All right. That was sports. The Bad Batch. Star the Bad Wars. Bad Batch is back. Yeah, I didn't. I, I'm, you're into all that. I yeah, have no idea yeah. what's going on. So I should have probably even said that in the intro, and I did put it in the show notes, too. So you'll see it uh, in the episode description, even though I didn't say it up top. Bad Batch. Uh, we had the three-episode premiere, and then it's been another week, so we're four episodes up. And uh, so far, so good. Loving this final season of The Bad Batch. Obviously, it's great just to get uh, any kind of Star Wars content, but weekly Star Wars content is great. And I love the way that they're kind of uh, distributing the season, because I loved getting the big... Uh, 
three episode premiere and honestly it needed it just because uh, the first episode was real like subtle like i liked it a lot but like they probably it wouldn't have been good to just sit on that premiere so it really did need those three episodes uh, all at once so i'm glad they dropped that then episode four just dropped um then March 6th, we get episode five. March 13th, we get two episodes, six and seven. Uh, then we get an episode March 20th, March 27th. Then April 3rd, we get another two episodes, 10 and 11 together. Uh, April 10th, we get episode 12. April 17th, we get episode 13. April 24th, we get episode 14, and then May 1st is the series finale, episode 15. So I like that along the way we get a couple of double episode uh, drops, so that's exciting. And uh, yeah, I mean, the show is really showing, like, they're not, like, messing around. Like, it's, it's, uh, like, serious Star Wars storytelling, and it, it makes me wonder... Um, obviously some people that are really into it are a little anxious that, um, is the bad batch doomed? Is this like a rogue one style story? Is that why we don't hear from Hunter and Wrecker and, uh, Echo again and Crosshair? Um, so we'll see. Uh, obviously, you know, they could be out there and they could make new content and, and, and show them in that, but, um. Yeah, I mean, Bad Batch has been great and uh, looking forward to it uh, weekly to come. Uh, this last episode, four, was especially good, too. So, yeah, uh, highly recommend checking it out if you haven't uh, yet. Uh, obviously, the whole series so far is up on uh, Disney+. Plus. So, you know, it's crazy for a uh, l- long time now. If you listen to these Star Wars moments on these pods, I've been talking about uh, skeleton crew when skeleton crew come in is it going to be in january are we going to get the trailer at super bowl doesn't happen doesn't happen and i'm like man when is skeleton crew happening we got bad batch and it's like okay maybe skeleton crew's coming out for may 4th then i do a little research and i find out it's not coming out now till the end of the year either november or december so it's fallen all the way past Acolyte. Acolyte is what we have up next. Um, so now we'll see when we get Acolyte footage. Is that not going to be till May the 4th? Because uh, the rumor is it's going to be sometime in the summer, uh, June, July, or August for the Acolyte. So we'll see. Uh, the Acolyte is going to be the first uh live action content we get from the high republic era which they've done a whole series of novels of recently over the past couple years but uh i mean they showed footage of it at last year's star wars celebration so that was almost a year ago now and uh we haven't got like official teasers for skeleton crew or acolyte and it's almost been a year that people got to see see it uh if you attend those shows so who knows well, but uh it says here the acolyte reportedly targeting june 5th release okay michael abel's okay. to score that's so uh 
I don't know how knowledgeable StarWarsNews.net is, but that's what they're saying. But they're pretty good with, with everything. So yeah, I imagine. Let's say let's just say June. <laughs> so right. Um, <laughs> we'll probably get something big. Uh, Star Wars Day. Um. Oh, because what's yeah. called D whatever isn't until August. August. So yeah, it's got something's got to be something big's got to be for Star Wars Day. So we'll see. Yep. Yep. We will see. All right. Um, got anything in collecting? I do. Uh, shout out to Brother Mike. He uh, hooked me up with stuff that I can never find in the stores in my area. Nice. But uh, the next uh, wave of Toonie Terrors is out. And the one he grabbed for me, for those of you that love The Return of the Living Dead, probably one of the greatest uh, zombie films ever made. And this was the beginning of the running zombies. Uh, this is um, the first uh, one that they showed. Uh, Tarman, the one that was inside the little uh, drum that they opened accidentally. <laughs> but um, if you guys have not seen the return, the first one is the very best one. I believe they made Return of the Living Dead, Return of the Living Two, Three. Um, I think it's Metropolis or Acropolis. I can't remember something. Polis. And then there was Rave to the Grave. The very last one, trash. But uh, the first four, I enjoyed. But the very first one is, is amazing. Uh, definitely an 80s classic. But yeah, this is cool. I didn't even know they were coming out with this one. But Mike go, hey, you got this? I said, nope, get it. So he grabbed it for me. So I'm glad I have that one here. And he grabbed me some other pops that I never see anywhere. So I'm oh, glad. Oh, nice. That he did. Uh, you probably see him out there, but I, in my area, I don't see him. Uh, the first one, he went into Barnes and Nobles, and he got uh, the Grabber from that fo- film, The Black Phone, starring nice. Ethan Hawke. And this is the chase the, oh, of the of the Grabber. He uh, sent me a picture. He goes, "Hey, he, he, he it was just uh, what was on the shelves." He goes, "Do you, do you have any, or do you want any of these?" This was the first one dead center in the picture. I said, <laughs> "Grab me that one, the grabber with the yellow with the orange or yellow circle." He went, "Oh, okay." He didn't know. He he grabbed it and he goes, "Why did why did you want that one?" I said, "Because of that sticker." <laughs> he went, "Yep." What's a, he was like, "What's a That's chase?" That's the ones. I said, "These are limited. <laughs> There's only so many of them." He was That's like, "Oh, cool." So. <laughs> I said, grab, I said, grab, I didn't, I don't even remember what else was on that shelf. I said, grab that one. So yeah. he got it for me. And this is the one I wanted the most out of him. So I'm glad that he found it uh, awesome. out in the wild. Excuse me. Uh, the next one he got me, uh, the Danny Trejo pop. Oh, nice. He went into comic bug and, uh, Clover city and Culver city. And he was like, Hey, do you have this one? I was like, Nope, grab it for me. So uh, I didn't know Danny Trail had a pop. So right on, cool. Yeah, um, it's pretty new. It's pretty new. He, I think he has a scheduled signing at Funko Hollywood coming up. Man, I gotta go. I should. Where's my flashlight? Man, these dang kids. Um, it's cool though because it's got that big tattoo right on his chest. For those of you that uh, know Danny Trail, and this one I've always wanted it. I never. Oh, starting to flicker, but I hurry. Uh, Eric Draven, the crow. Um, I want to get the other one too, the one with the, with the crow. This is just the one when he's standing there with his hands out. So 
he grabbed me that one. So I was like, all oh, right, all oh, cool. So I sent I you that picture that. of the new crow too. Isn't uh, that role cursed though? No, that w- it wasn't uh, the role. It was a complete accident on what happened to uh, Brandon Lee. Um, I don't know. It, it, they're bringing in the the curse that uh, uh, of his father of all that that was going on. I don't. I, don't I thought know. it was the curse of the crow. No, it, it wasn't that. It was. Um, I put the blame on the the gun guy, the prop guy. That, that was handling the guns because you're supposed to cl- make sure that barrel is cl- is cleared and it wasn't the little dummy uh bullet that they put in it, um it got lodged in the barrel so when they stuck in the next round uh when to when you pull that when you with those those blanks when you pull them it still pushes out force um it pushes out so that little uh bullet head that was lodged in there that the gun guy should have checked to make sure uh so when that guy when they put that other one and he fired the round it pushed out that one that little thing that was lodged in there and that's what killed brandon lee so i mean the guy that the actor that um pulled the the trigger not cursed no the guy that pulled the trigger he he just couldn't i mean he he ended up passing away a few years ago but he just couldn't couldn't handle it he was just blaming himself it was an accident it wasn't his fault again i'm gonna put the blame on the guy that should have checked that gun i mean actors don't check the gun they just hear you just assume it's ready i mean i don't know i don't know what happened with alec baldwin but yeah but nah yeah. Um if you guys uh have uh Shudder, check out uh Cursed Films. They kind of run through uh what happened on the set uh, of the crow. All right. Uh but this next one I'm glad I have it because Jay Weinberg is one of my favorite drummers. Um he's he was the drummer for Slipknot, but a few months ago he got fired from the band. And then the pops came out. Just came out. And I was like, well, that's cool. He's got a pop, but he's no longer in the band. And um, not really sure who the drummer is now. They announced it. I think it's the drummer for Sepultura is the drummer in Slipknot now. I don't know. I, I think that that was just what I was reading. I'm not sure how true it is. But um, anyway, but Jay Weinberg, his pop, uh, I'm glad I have it. I met him at uh nam a few years ago he was about to get in an elevator full he was in in his uniform in his mask everything so uh i saw some guys walk around the corner we were standing in this hallway uh, sitting on this bench just 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 taking a break me uh, renee and i and he came walking around the corner and i went <gasps> and then who's that i said that's jay weinberg he's a drummer for slipknot so i walked over to him while they were standing there and i was like excuse me jay and he was like hey man what's going on i I took a picture with him real quick and said dude you're awesome uh i love your dad he's one of my favorite drummers of all time he's like oh right on thanks his dad is max weinberg uh for those of you guys he's a drummer for ece uh bruce springsteen's band e street band and he was um i think it was the leader for uh conan o'brien's um his his band for his show um 
Not sure what he's doing now. I th- I assume he's out with Bruce Springsteen. I don't know. But anyway. But Jay Weinberg, he's a badass drummer. Sucked that he's not in Slipknot anymore. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad. I had to order this one because I never see it. Uh, I went out looking for it one day, and I just couldn't find it. So I ended up ordering it up on um, from uh, Entertainment Earth. <sighs> Entertainment Earth. If any of you that listen to the show work for them or deal with them, you guys are killing me on my Rhea Ripley pop. I ordered that thing last year. Supposed to get it in November, then December, then January, then February. Now they're saying March. I don't know. Pretty soon they're going to probably say next March. I, I don't know. But I don't know. It's starting to flicker again. So we better hurry. And that's all I got with those. What'd you get? Yep. I'll be quick with mine. Um, I asked your opinion on if I should get the uh, the FET with the skiff. Uh, I did, and then I couldn't help, but uh, I saw the others were on uh, on sale still at the Target, and uh, I had a gift card that I was given at Christmas that I hadn't used, so... I got a few more parts of it just because I want to see what it would look like connected. And it looked pretty cool. So I went ahead and I found a pretty good deal for ones that they didn't have left at Target online anymore. The Chewbacca and the Luke Skywalker. I found it on eBay for a pretty good deal. And I was happy to order it. Order it, But um, sadly, it arrived here at the house today and I sent you a photo of it. Um, shockingly, <laughs> they shipped it in bags like i've seen like retailers like a walmart or a target do that before and it's like oh lame but uh, i was shocked to see like an ebay seller do it uh i did go check like i think i was thrown off that uh they seem to have a pretty good reputation and they do a lot of sales but then i noticed their name was like bullseye deals or something like that so they seem to just get like clearance stuff from Target and they sell like a ton of stuff. So it just seems like their deal. So uh, kind of a shame. I mean, it was a good deal. And it's like, of course, I'm going to open it together. But yeah, the boxes are kind of trash. So kind of a kind of a bummer a little bit. <laughs> well, that sucks. I mean, I'd give them a bad review. Look, man, they sent this to me in a bag. Because usually when I yeah. order stuff from eBay, they they're pretty good. I mean, they're better than Walmart and all that when they when they yeah. send stuff. Yeah, their name is Bullseye Deals on uh, eBay, and yeah, they've sold 2.1 million items. So they're like a big bulk type seller person account type thing so i don't know man go on there and write a review say look this is how it came in a bag is it I, like cr- crushed or anything kind of yeah oh, well then and i was I, looking yeah. at their i was looking at their yeah and it's see they have three thousand uh uh yeah three hundred eighty two thousand positive uh seven thousand neutral and seven thousand negative and like i was just looking at their recent feedback and yes yeah, somebody um yeah uh miss 
leading listing and poor customer service item was advertised as new and arrived clearly open box missing two pieces uh, when I asked about this, they kept saying it was out of stock, would proceed with caution with the seller. And then they responded back, log into your account and select return this item. You can select item is damaged. Like, whatever. So I uh. could return <laughs> it to them, it sounds like, but I don't know. I guess I got to see if there's another one I can get for a decent deal, I guess. And maybe I will. I don't know. I'd still go on there and write a bad review and take pictures. Look, this is how they sent it. In a bag. In a bag? And, like, it was a little, like, okay, the deal, don't get me wrong, the deal was was better than I get even maybe what they paid. Um, But, yeah, they, like, left, like, the little clearance sticker on it. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Clearance. Was thirty four ninety nine now seventeen forty nine, and yeah, I got it for like fourteen. So, but ah. still, yeah, little bit of a bummer. Nah, I'd be hella mad. <laughs> yeah, kind of shocking, especially like you would think. Like I, my thought always was these sellers on eBay, especially if you're selling collectibles, like. For the most part, ones I've dealt with, like, they seem to be all about the packaging. Like, they, like, want to make sure it doesn't get to you, you know, messed up. Like, they're trying to make that the good sale, you know? But, like I said, it looks like this seller isn't really worried about that. They got so many, so many uh, negative, you know? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be mad, but... Uh, I was pissed when the Walmart sent my um, my two pack WWE two pack in a bag, and it was off the car. It was on card, but it was off the card. Uh, the the figures are fine, but the oh man, they were killing me. Yeah, they sent it in a a little bubble wrap, and that that didn't. Uh, yeah, Walmart. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Uh, I recently got the Marvels shipped from them and uh dodged a, dodged a bullet there it came fine so i was thankful for that <laughs> mm, yeah <laughs> all right um what was i gonna say oh uh yeah we're, we're just about out of here boys and girls yep. under the two hour point uh random recommendations i i don't know if you have any on deck but I sure. say Go check ahead. out sure. for those of you that have uh stars, check out uh the black phone since uh that's what I was talking about <laughs> with uh, the <laughs> grabber that is uh streaming on stars. Uh Finry Shaw is a shy but clever 13-year-old boy who's being held in a soundproof basement by a sadistic masked killer. When he's disconnected when a disconnected phone on the wall starts to ring, he soon discovers that he can hear the voices of the murderous previous victims. Murderers previous victims, and they are dead set on making sure what happened to them doesn't happen to Finney. This is directed by Scott Dickerson, and it stars Ethan Hawk, Mason. Then Thamus, I think that's his name, and a bunch of other people. Uh, this movie was awesome. I loved it in the theater. I think it made my 
best of horror that year, 2021, when it came out. There is another one coming. Um, I don't know when that second film was coming, but yeah, it's coming. But yeah, The Black Phone, if you had stars, check it out, stream it on there. I love the film. Shout out to Mike for this pop. My recommendation on Netflix. Uh, well, first off, yeah, if you're on Netflix, watch uh, the Vince Staples show. Um, and Marcel, the uh, shell of shoes on. But uh, we were talking about uh, the Fall Guy director and uh, Bullet Train came up. And Bullet Train is still on Netflix. So check it out while you can. Uh, love that film. Bullet Train. All right. Uh, speaking of Jay Weinberg, check out Slipknot's album. The end so far, it came out 2022 and I am going with track number six, uh, warranty. This song rocks. Uh, I seen the, one of the last times I saw Slipknot, uh, and they played this one, man, it's tough. Um, they're playing this year's, uh, aftershock, but I'm, I'm not going that day. Um, I'm going the day. Um, I'm going Thursday and Saturday. So Slipknot is playing on Friday night. Um, the not last year, but the year before we, we saw Slipknot uh, and they rocked, but that was when Jay was in the band. Now he's not in the band anymore. So I, mean, I still love Slipknot. I just wished they wouldn't have got rid of him. Uh, the reason I'm going to this year's aftershock other than Iron Maiden, uh, Pantera was supposed to play last year. Uh, but they pulled out at the last minute for, I don't really know why, but this year Pantera is playing on Friday, but the headliner, it was announced earlier this week. The headliner for Friday is the return of Slayer. They're doing three, uh, shows. I think there's going to be more, but that that's right before they were saying, Oh, we're only doing two shows. They're doing something in, in Louisville. And then they're playing riot fest. Me and Eric are ready to go to Chicago for riot fest. But then they announced mm. October in Sacramento, California, the slayers headlining in the first day of aftershock. So that's the day we're going to go. The, the other bands I want to see that day, uh, ministry, uh, Pantera, of course, uh, Cypress Hill, uh, biohazard. And, um, I don't know if I'll get to see, uh icp in st clown posse because i think they are playing they're the headlining of that really small stage and they'll probably be playing when slayer's on so i'm i don't think i'm gonna miss it the thing that sucks though if you guys have been to aftershock the the two the two big main stages um there's this big vip section that kind of splits them so we're gonna be over there for pantera and then we got to run all the way over to the other side to see Slayer. Uh, I think I'm gonna go, I'm gonna watch Pantera after uh, walk after that song, which will probably be in the middle of the set. I'm gonna make my way over to the Slayer stage and try to get as close as possible because <laughs> uh, I'm I'm ready for Slayer. And uh, Iron Maiden is playing on uh, Saturday night, and uh, I'm not missing that. And my favorite band in the world, Anthrax, is also playing, um, and Judas Priest as well. Uh, body count um and some other bands that i want to see but the main bands i want to see saturday are uh, iron maiden anthrax judas priest um cold chamber and there was another band uh, uh stained is playing that day <sighs> i don't like aaron lewis he's just a fucking right wing nut job but i do like the band so if he just shuts his mouth and, and sings the songs uh, I'll be happy for it. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch of other people playing. 
So those are the two days that I will be there. I will be there Thursday for Slayer and Saturday for Iron Maiden. And Slipknot is closing uh, Saturday, and Motley Crue is closing the whole festival out on Sunday. Sunday, other than Motley Crue, I don't really care for all these other bands that are on here. But uh, the day to go, in my opinion, is the first day. Uh, that day's gonna rock because you got a lot, a lot of good bands. Static X, I didn't even know they were still playing, but okay, because um, I thought their singer passed. But anyway, yeah, we'll we'll be there and check out uh, Warranty uh, from Slipknot. Um, Jay's drumming on that is awesome, so check that out. All right, uh, my recommendation uh, is a song you won't hear on my. Uh, Hip hop study group series we've been doing, um, but it is a song I love, and this is uh, Buster Rhymes from the 1998 uh, ELE, the Final World Front album, and the track is track 10, the single "Give Me Some More." I absolutely love this video. It reminds me of uh, another song we talk about uh, on the countdown, so make sure you listen to that. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Buster Rhymes, give me some more. Well, all right, everybody, that is it. We're at the two-hour point. Uh, it's not three hours, so hey, uh, and that's so that, that's good. But uh, follow us over on Facebook. Uh, follow us over on Spotify for podcasters. Follow us on YouTube. Pick up a T-shirt at T Public. Links for everything is down below. And follow us everywhere else. X, um, yeah, TikTok. Follow us, Eat Society Pod. Uh, intro and outro music by the great Mixlaw Beat Productions. Go to mixlawproduction.com for everything and all of that. Yes, go on over to Spotify, listen to the the hip the, the Zisu's 90s hip hop uh, study group. Uh, the Nez the Nez's 80s hip hop yeah. uh, study group is coming. I tried to just Can't do wait. 10, then it went to 20, and then it went to 30. So. <laughs> I could have went to like more, but I, I stopped it at 30 because I kept going. I had the list and I was like, well, I don't know. Let me, uh, no, yep. there was, I, yeah, I yep. had your, the problem you had. Right, I, right. I'm still leaving out a ton of good uh, stuff, but yep. I came up with 30. So there'll probably be three parts to that series as well. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, yeah. The, the Zisu, the next episode, the, the third episode uh, for the Zisu's uh, study group will be out uh, really soon. So go over to Spotify and check out all of that so yeah but and just a teaser for the future uh eventually i'll uh, get together uh, uh after 2000s list so uh, that's a while away though but uh, yeah another yeah we we talked about that i think it was on on that last episode uh eric and i are gonna do um a bay area thrash um nice. study group so yeah because um I'm deep, i grew i grew up into all that and Eric is is all about it, so he can bring uh, yeah, you. Yeah, I'd uh, love to hear that. I'd love he'll bring you that. some new flavor uh, of what the Bay Area has got for you guys, for all you thrashers yes. out there. But all right, love everybody, it. that is gonna be it. This episode, we are done. This is episode three hundred five. God damn, three hundred five. Um, <laughs> but that's that's not all. We you can go over to Spotify and find others, plus all the other things that we veered off into dealing with the East Society. Uh, shout out to uh, DJ Willie Mays. He's doing some artwork for us. Uh, um. I posted just something he wrote out with a with a marker really quick, and that's that's the the, the direction we're going. Uh, I put that on one of the reels on on not Spotify on uh, Instagram. It's, it's probably down already, but for those of you that did see it right on 
um, he's going to do some more stuff for us and hopefully can make some stickers and uh, put it on a shirt uh, for you guys. So there'll be more designs over on our T public store, but all right, everyone, that is it. Thank you so much. Everybody listens to everything. We, 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 we will be back for more uh, trying to hurry because the power keeps flickering. And uh, yeah, 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 that's it, everyone. So, but be safe out there, wherever you are in this country. Just watch your back, crazy nuts out there, and uh, just know that we love you all. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back uh, for more. So, until then, be safe out there and party on. Yep. Thanks everyone for listening. Till next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time. Bye.